Did you know that the Pop Culture Preservation Society is on Patreon? Patreon allows you to support our work by becoming dues-paying members of our society. We are an independent, women-run endeavor with a commitment to delivering the highest quality listening experience to our community. And so we've taught ourselves how to record, edit, and produce a podcast in midlife, a time when most of us are asking our kids how to regram a TikTok so that we can deliver episodes that truly speak to you. Support from PCPS patrons means that we can devote more of our time and resources to the content, sources, equipment, software, hosting, and research that you've come to depend on without worrying about how to pay the bills. So thank you. We appreciate you from the bottom of our bell-bottomed hearts. So I'm sitting in the front seat of my date's car and something feels wrong. Like it just sits a little breezy. It's just, it's just a little breezy on my front. And I look down and the weight of my giant corsage has pulled down the front oh of my dress. Hello world, there's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. Welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society, the podcast for people born in the big wheel generation who wore tube socks with their earth shoes. We believe our Gen X childhoods gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them, they'll disappear, like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And today, we're saving that night to remember, the one we wanted to have just one more night to hold on to, always and forever. Our Gen X prom. I'm Carolyn. I'm Kristen. And I'm Michelle. And we are your pop culture preservationists. No. What about prom? Come on, why don't we just meet after school? No! What about prom? Andy, come on. Just say it. What? Just say it. I want to hear you say it. High school prom may be one of the most universal events that causes the same levels of angst, hope, expectation, nervousness, excitement, euphoria, fantasy, and yes, even rejection and despair, no matter which generation you're a part of. Could prom be the most memorable part of your high school experience? I mean, I'd argue Rarely. yes. Mm-hmm. Or if, maybe. Or not. Well, if you went. <laughs> or maybe that is memorable. Yeah. If you went, mm-hmm. you no doubt have memories, good or bad. And if you didn't go, you certainly have lingering memories tied to that as well. Mm-hmm. But there is a reason countless movies have been made around prom. Carrie, Footloose, Jamie Lee Curtis's slasher pick, Prom Night, and as you just heard in that gut-wrenching soundbite, Pretty in Pink, which, don't worry, we will dive into in depth in a few weeks. And that reason is that prom is important. It's a pinnacle for a lot of people, the dream. And as for the ones who say, prom's stupid, <laughs> well, they're just lying. <laughs> so I want to ask you, Kristen and Carolyn, mm-hmm. a question. Sure. What was it, or what is it? about prom that made it such a big deal? Is it the romance of it, the idealized romanticism, which that might not even be a term that could be redundant. I don't care. I just said it. (laughs) Um, And do you think that prom is the same now as it was back in the, when we were kids? Dark ages? Yeah. Oh my God. Not even close. No. Yeah. Not Not even even close close is right. I I think it was the opportunity to play to play grown up and yeah. um, perhaps force the issue of coupling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which apparently is the goal of life, coupling. It's sort of coupling is sort of the job of high school. Even if you didn't date in high school, mm-hmm. coupling was a theme of s- so much of your joy and or pain. That's and so prom true. pushes us into the yeah. coupling, right? Even if you went as friends. I know. Um, that you, you know, and that's such a qualifier. Oh, it's as friends. It's just, it's as friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> But still, you were pretending to couple and as if this is the work of life. And so even if you didn't have relationships in high school, prom was still the opportunity to pretend that you did. 
Right. And I love how you said it's um, kind of a time to pretend that we're grownups. My prom was had such elements of that. Like we got wine glasses engraved <gasps> with, you know, the <gasps> theme and the date. Like we were going to drink wine. Right. And we got Wait, that like, was invitation. like your, that's what like the high school gave you? Or the, you like, guys it was like got the party it for- favor. No, it was like the favor that the school got. Get, oh, got you're us. kidding I mean, me. Yeah. I, as a member of the prom committee, I was oh. one of the people to help decide that, but that was just a given. And we also got really formal invitations, almost like wedding invitations that had a little piece of tissue inside and wow. it had, you know, the couple's name on oh the outside. Um, yeah. So we really wanted to be grown ups, I think. It was definitely, um, yeah, coupling, like you said, and you didn't dare go with friends like you would now, like you had right. to be a couple. Right. And if your friends, God forbid, didn't have someone to go with, it was your responsibility to be like matchmaker, like mm-hmm. who can go with my best friend and how uh-huh. can we find a person? And it couldn't just be that they went with some other friends. It happened to me junior year. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys both just hit on something that is just occurring to me. And it's so true. The word coupling, I love because that combined with Carolyn, your prom with, it's almost like, like you said, a wedding invitation. Mm-hmm. Because to me, this whole idealized romanticism, again, whatever, that's a term that that's what comes to me. It was, it was like the most romantic thing, like event of like prom, like, it's just something you you thought about for years. And it, I don't know, I was a huge romantic. So the idea of going with someone who liked you and you liked them, even if you weren't a couple yet, but then you throw in a, like a wedding invitation with a piece of mm-hmm. tissue paper, and that just like <laughs> almost like pushes it up to the next level. I would have been like all over that. It's a pretend wedding. Right. Yeah, exactly. I would have loved that. And uh-huh. those are kind of my um, my memories, Michelle, as you were describing, kind of almost that anticipation and that expectation. Oh, yeah. When we were preparing for this episode and I was trying to think of my most memorable moments, they all seemed to come pre-prom, like almost pre oh, the funny. night. It was, you know, the planning and getting the dress yeah. and who the was going with who. Yeah. And mm-hmm. whose table, you know, we, we had tables for dinner. I mean, we had like waiters and waitresses serve us dinner. And I don't know if yours was that formal, but you know, and who was going to be at your table and trying to organize all that. That was where a lot of my memory and um, moments come from. Not the actual event itself. No, I'm embarrassed to say, I don't really know why I don't remember a lot. We'll just skip over that part. <laughs> that says a lot. That yeah. says a lot, Carolyn. Well, it does. And I think that lines up with a lot of people's experience. Yeah, and I think one of also I'm going to add to your list of things we did in anticipation because I know our listeners will also I know for sure that two of you agree with this and I know we have so many people listening right now that are probably already shouting it at their list at their whatever device they're listening on the 17 magazine prom issue that came Mm -hmm. like two months before even when we were children like I would look at my sister's prom issue and I would. Oh my gosh, you guys, that prom issue just full of those ads for the dresses. And you would just imagine, did you guys ever like cut them out? We would cut them out and make like collages and put them on my Mm -hmm. bulletin board. Yep. Yeah. And do you know, Michelle? I still have a tear out of a dress that I was (gasps) fantasizing about. I didn't get that dress, but I still have a tear out. It's so. I'm no, sure. I don't know at all. Um, but I was going to say, Michelle, uh, in reference to the 17 magazine, uh, prom issue that, of course, we all loved and, uh, poured over. That actual issue goes back to the mid forties. They seventeen really? had, um, yeah, had articles about prom and what to wear and how to act and all of that that go back to yeah mid nineteen. How to act? Well, well seriously, I mean, back how then, to act? That well, was, that causes me anxiety. Like there's something you could do wrong, and that's sort of a theme of my prom night because you're being exposed to things that are beyond you. And mm-hmm. I was like, am I doing it right? Oh, okay, well. That's- that's a Go great ahead. segue then. That leads us into, was prom a big deal for you guys? Well, sure. It was conceptually, much like Carolyn said in the planning, the the run-up to it, but it was also predictably a huge disappointment oh. because we're asking children to fantasize about being grown-ups when they really have no experience being grown-ups. And so the fantasy is bound to come up short, right? We don't know what we're doing, especially if you're counting on someone else, like, boys, to make your dreams come true, right? You're asking teenage boys to make your dreams come true. 17-year-old boys. Yeah, not going to happen. They're not in the same space that we are. Just from a developmental standpoint, my first year, I went with my boyfriend who did not go to my school. 
Um, and we double dated. So right there, that kind of takes away some of the school spirit aspect of it. It's not going to be a big bonding thing if you're going with somebody who doesn't know the rest of the people. Then right. we double dated with two people who were not a couple and barely knew each other. And so that was awkward. But what I do remember is that we had dinner at a fancy revolving restaurant. You're playing grown up, but I was really anxious because I didn't know which fork to use. And I remember I ordered the shrimp scampi. I had no idea what shrimp scampi was. And so I'm like, what's going to what's gonna come? I have no idea what I'm going to eat. So it's supposed to be really fun and romantic, but it was mostly unfamiliar and anxiety-inducing. My second year, I learned from my mistake, and I thought, I'm going with somebody from school. I'm not going with somebody who's not from the school. So um, I waited, and I waited, and I waited mm. for somebody to ask me. I flirted like crazy for weeks and weeks and weeks. But nobody's going to ask the girl who has a boyfriend. Never. Never once did I consider asking somebody myself, even as quote unquote friends, even as mm -hmm. friends, wouldn't even do that. So I sat at home by myself on prom night and watched on Golden Pond. You just touched on something that I didn't think of, but anxiety. It is so, mm -hmm. so anxiety inducing. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but when I went to prom in the late 80s, we didn't go, well, maybe people did. I certainly didn't go to the hair salon and get them to do the giant no, updo. We, we did our own hair. We did our own. Now, you know, my girls each, well, one year, my older daughter, this was really fun. She had a huge group of friends here and they did just like dress down prom night. We had like big cutouts of Harry Styles because um, this was when One Direction was first big and um, cardboard cutouts of like Edward Cullen. And so they all took pictures. I took prom oh, pictures cute. of them with oh. them as their dates, but they were in oh, like sweats God. and whatever. Anyway, um, what I was going to say is they, each of them had one year where we went and we paid the money for the big updo and the dress. And even if they're going with someone who was um, in both, well, in both cases, both of my girls went to their senior prom with like their best guy friend. Um, someone that's familiar to you, someone yeah. that you hang mm -hmm. out with, it doesn't matter. It is all of that stuff that built up the anticipation, getting the dress, getting the right, right. dress, the hairdo, the whatever. I'm quite certain they were nervous before prom yeah. night. Um, and, and it almost just takes everything away from it. I feel it does. Mm -hmm. It makes it more difficult. What about you, Carolyn? Was it a big deal for you? Other than that, other than the pretending like you were like, getting married, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a big deal for me personally for all the reasons we've said, just the romanticism of it and all of that. But also because I did not want to be staying home and watching on Golden Pond. I'm sorry, Kristen. <laughs> I know. But you know, know, it was that FOMO of I have got to be there, gosh darn it. And there are complicated whatever about all of that, but um, I did go. I went with the same guy. Um, we actually had a sophomore cotillion, so we had three formal dances. Um, oh, and yeah, I know. It's exhausting. Um, and I went to the, all of them with the same person. And so there was all drama related to all of that. So yes, it was a big deal on different levels for me. Some were prom related. Others were, you know, boyfriend related. Others were just you know, I got to be there. Like mm -hmm. everyone's going to be there. And um, yeah, so. I don't that's know how I felt, Carolyn, when you said, I've got to be there. Everyone's going to be there. That's how I felt sitting home watching on Golden mm -hmm. Pond. I'm I sorry. felt like everyone was at the at, was at the prom. All of my friends, even my nerdy friends had people to go with. And somehow I had failed in this endeavor. And I sat home by myself. Well, for me, prom, my junior prom, um, was a little bit of a big deal only because I was set up. I'm quite certain my friend Susan probably bribed um, our friend Scott to ask me. <laughs> so Scott and I went together. We did have a great time. Um, I was pretty uncomfortable the whole time because I wasn't really sure, is this supposed to be a date? But you guys, it was senior year. That was like straight out of a fairy tale for me. I was asked to senior prom by my Ross. Friends, fans, you would understand. Friends, friends. He's my mm -hmm. Ross. Yes. This is the guy I knew I was going to marry. I mean, seriously, everybody in our friend group thought we were going to get married. Um, but he was just basically my best friend through sophomore, junior, and senior year of high school. And when he f asked me to senior prom, I was I was over the moon. And I was like, this is it. This is it. Finally. This is, proof. This mm -hmm. is it. It was not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fairy tale did start. Um, our freshman year of college, but stopped very abruptly. Thank the good Lord. Be careful what you wish for, girls and boys. <laughs> we uh, thank uh, whoever for unanswered prayers, right? 
Oh my God, you guys, just the whole night, like, like basically this was my, this was our wedding. This was our pre-wedding in my opinion. You know, I Mm -hmm. was like, it was everything I ever wished for, wanted, hoped for, dreamed of. Um, and so it's a big deal. Um, listeners, I want to ask you guys, some of you have been sharing prom pics with us already. A great idea is, I don't know if some of you know this, but we have a Facebook group. It's called Growing Up Gen X, and it's a group that's basically for you guys. So you can, if you're a member of that group, which anybody can be, you just go on and you can post things like photos. You could post, you know, videos you find or links you find or just memories. It's a great, great place for you guys to all chat with each other. And Carolyn, Kristen, and I definitely are part of the group and we pop in too. But this is where it would be so fun for you to post your prom pics this week. So we asked our society members on social media and as always, the response was huge. We have so many stories to share. We have uh, yours and still more of ours. The dresses, so much pink. Themes, what's happening? Sorry, I had a little, accident. I had a little okay. technical accident over here, but it's okay. Season Sorry, nine. Uh-huh, um, here we go. Uh, the themes, uh, which are just so, so cliche and fabulous. And of course, the music, because as we know, it's those songs that are what take us right back all these decades later. <laughs> Carolyn's studio's falling apart. Yes, and our loyal listener, Alyssa, left us a voicemail with such a fun and all-around great prom memory. We love this story. Listen here. So when I was 15 years old, well, I guess I just turned 16, I was going to prom with my true first love. I was going to look absolutely gorgeous in this off-white chiffoni dress that I bought at a bridal shop. It was almost like we were having a dress rehearsal for when we get married one day, which we didn't. But anyway, so I had to have the perfect 80s hair, which was going to be this upswept, curly mass with the baby's breath all stuck in it. But my hairstylist insisted that I roll my hair at home so it'd have a long time to set before I got to the salon to take it, you know, to take it to the next level. Well, as y'all know, most high school girls do not want to be seen in public. And my hair salon was inside a department store which meant I was going to have to walk all the way through the parking lot, through the store, which it felt like it was miles to the salon from the front door entrance, even though it was, you know, not even a football length. And what if, what if someone saw me in rollers? So I did put my hair in rollers, but girls, I was like the stealthiest spy you could imagine. I mean, I went fast, but I was sneaking and I was alert and I finally made it to the hair salon and nobody saw me. And that salon, she worked her wonder and I had the hair of my dreams, the hair that every Southern girly girl in the mid-1980s could have hoped for. And yes, it was an amazing night. We danced to Endless Love. We came back to my house with friends afterwards, and I made pancakes. They looked terrible, but they were great. And even though our relationship was doomed to end, it was not endless love. I still have the photos to prove it. And if I can say so myself, it was worth all the potential embarrassment of wearing rollers through the mall department store. I mean, that is so true because our hair in the 80s was so manufactured. It was like you were wearing a costume. Your hair was a costume. And what if some, it was like wearing a wig. Like, what if somebody saw you without your wig? <laughs> right. God, I imagine. did. I can picture, is it Elisa? Elisa, we hope we're, it's, it's a, like Elisa. I think okay, it's Elisa. Elisa, not Elisa. Okay. Uh, anyway, I can just picture you like darting, like behind yes. one clothes rack and then maybe yes. behind a mannequin and then just like waiting, waiting, wait, you can't right. see me right now, Lisa, but I'm like darting like you would dart. And then maybe like, you know, crouched low. Oh, I love yeah, it. It's like so a much. Brady Bunch episode. Like, can't you see, can't you see Alice like having you out in her rollers <laughs> and trying to hide right. behind a mailbox or something? Yeah. I see a, um, 
Elisa with some big sunglasses too. Yes. Just like maybe a trench coat and the collar pulled up, you know, just. Well, I'd argue that the most important thing when dreaming of prom isn't who you're going with, but it's what you will wear. Right, ladies? Agreed. Mm -hmm. And that's like we were just talking about. That's kind of where our Seventeen Magazine obsession came in and just that we would pour over those dresses for hours. Um, We dreamed of our prom dresses. Like I said, I cut mine out and, you know, cut out and make collages of them. You might have sketched them on your school folders. Some of us even, I don't know who, but maybe went to stores (laughs) and tried them on years before (laughs) you were really going to prom. I want to hear what you guys' dresses looked like. Well, um... Like you, Kristen, I had prom junior and senior year. So we had junior, senior prom. So my junior year, it was kind of um, this sky blue polyester scoop neck spaghetti strap <laughs> body hugging kind of disco number. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I know. And I don't have the fondest memories of that. It was almost one of those like, I can't find anything else and this is as good as anything. Um, but my senior year, that was a different story. I loved this. I had a white gunny sacks like ensemble. Okay, you guys, I say ensemble because it was actually, I know, it was actually a coordinating skirt and long sleeve top. Yes, indeed. I'm so retroactively jealous. Was there a belt? It was kind of this gauzy material. No, I'm very gunny sacks. There was no belt. I'm kind of, oh, it's very loose. Loose. Okay. It's very, it's loose. Um, and, I loved it. And I actually thought I was kind of being daring. I thought, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, Two this pieces. isn't like a gown. This is fashion like a forward. <laughs> yes. But you guys, really, the real brave soul of my senior class was my friend Robin. Guess what? She wore a short dress. Not <gasps> short, like mini, but short to her knees. Oh. I think she was the first person in the <laughs> woman in the history of Bishop Eustace Prep prom night to have worn a short dress. It was all the talk. That's all we could the talk balls. about was oh. Robin's... <laughs> blue oh, dress. Balls. I can remember the dress almost <laughs> almost better than my own dress. It was like, I wish I had the, you know, that gumption to, yeah, exactly. to do that. It was very, very daring. So hats off to you, Robin, who went on to be, I'll just say she went on to be Miss New Jersey in the Miss oh. America pageant a few years what? later. That's oh what God. that gets you. It, you know, wow. those, that confidence and self-esteem. Yeah, it does. So, That's true. That is absolutely true. Yeah. So that was, um, that was my two prom dresses, but much preferred my ensemble. I got my senior year prom dress at Lily Rubin, which you guys, it was a total old lady store in Scottsdale oh, no. Fashion Square. Like picture like old Scottsdale ladies who need, who were going like on a cruise or something. Anyway, <laughs> but while my dress, like it, it's definitely dated. It doesn't look, I mean, it's definitely of the time. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't really look like a typical 80s prom dress. Again, refer to the picture on social media this week, but It's a pale pink satin with a long skirt, but it's not like super poofy. It's just kind of like satin. So it just kind of, it's pleated, but it just kind of goes straight down. And the fabric is all gathered across the bodice up to one giant poofy sleeve, (laughs) but nothing, but but nothing, other shoulder, (gasps) bare, bare, bare. Symmetrical And when I, Mm -hmm. yeah, I felt like a princess and my, I really wanted like fingerless gloves, you know, but kind of long, like up to my elbows. Cause you know, that was the thing. My Mm -hmm. mom made me a pair of fingerless satin gloves and like did all this beading around it. Um, and of course I hot rollered the hell out of my hair, Elisa. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was all curly, but the side, one side pulled up with like a glittery comb. Oh, a comb, not a barrette. The whole ensemble is asymmetrical. Yes. Yes, yes. So the dress, this is this is where the initial Paul was cast over my prom experience because the dress is that important. It is a reflection of you and your grown-up self. It's sort of like fantasizing about what kind of woman you'd like to be in the future. So I found a dress that I liked at the mall at Brookdale, um, and I put it on layaway, and but my mom wanted to see it. And when I tried it on for her, she declared it was too small, which I loved because I thought that was sexy. Like, you know, the tighter, the better, right? And, well, as sexy as you can get covered in, like, peach-covered lace, right? But um, she said, no, it's too small. You need to buy a dress. You can't spend $60 on a dress that doesn't fit you. I remember her saying that. So I lost my $15. And later, my mom came home with a dress that she found at – 
like a thrift store. Lily Rubin. <laughs> or a garage sale or Goodwill. I don't Aww. I don't know. And it was $20 and it wasn't perfect, but she thought she could alter it. She thought she could remake it and make it more uh something. I don't <laughs> I don't know. And we tried, you guys, we really tried. But it was never gonna be my style. It was never, no matter what you did to that dress, unless I cut it down the back and like make it open in the back. I don't know. It was never going to be my style. It was white with pink flowers on it and it was full of ruffles. It looked like something that Mary Poppins would wear to dance with a penguin. Like that's what, <laughs> here, I'm going to show you. Wait, did you, what, did you wear it? Is this your dress? Your yeah. Prom- yeah. Oh, you actually wore it. I wore it. Oh, oh, wow. It totally looks like the Mary Poppins dress. It's Mary Poppins. It also looks very yes. similar to your friend's dress. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. And I think she liked her dress. But, you know, that's her style. When she's playing grown-up, that's what she wants to look like as a grown-up. That is not what I wanted to look like. Look at your face, too. I know. I'm not happy. Listeners, we're going to post this photo in our Facebook group and probably in stories, too, because Kristen is, you can tell she is not happy with that dress. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what exactly is going on. And I felt, just add that to that layer so you don't feel like yourself, right? But I felt so guilty. Mm -hmm. I felt guilty about the money. I felt guilty about the effort that my mom had put in. So I just threw in the towel. I just said, okay, okay, we'll do this. And so I start out the whole prom experience by feeling awkward in my skin, all because of the Mary Poppins situation. Yeah. Well, I have a couple things. One is I really want to know what that dress you put on layaway look like like what was your style Kristen well and actually the one that I put on layaway was still only partially my style but it was a little more um gunny sacks like except that it was completely strapless so it showed cleavage and this I'm sure my mom was not up for and it was peach colored and so that was a very 80s color I liked that so I think I really liked the absolutely strapless part of it So like I said earlier, it was the dress that almost all our society members wanted to share with us most. (laughs) There was lots of Laura Ashley, lots of pink, lots of poofs and ruffles and bows. The descriptions of the dresses you guys gave us are so visual. And so are you guys ready? I want to share just some of them. Um, Gail. Gail wore a pastel watercolored-inspired Zoom Zoom dress purchased at Merry-Go-Round, <laughs> complete with long white satin gloves. Gloves were the thing. I really think uh-huh. they were. Yep. Um, and a coordinating lace shawl. The shawl? The shawl. Oh, shawl. Just gets me. Gail, Did you bring please? her rocking chair to the prom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gail, we really hope you're posting a pic- picture of this oh, in our please, Facebook group. Please, yes. Um, Hoops were apparently a big thing. I'm assuming that's a regional thing. That is regional. I we think did that not has have to hoops. be. No, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. They we, look like plantation dresses well, some of those girls were wearing. Well, Ellen, who I love her Instagram name is Ellen Ellen No Watermelon, um, lives in Boston and says they wore very full, almost Southern Belle dresses with lace gloves wow. and big hair. Again, photos of that <laughs> in the Facebook group, please, Ellen. Gosh, how to go to the bathroom? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt on some of these. Those yeah, were dramatic enough things when you, um, yeah, when you had the gown and all of that. My gosh, with that. Okay. Remember when Rhoda sat down in yes. her bridesmaids oh, dress right. and the hoop like went <laughs> over her head, head. And she's got like pantaloons underneath? That's, that's what right. I'm picturing when they go to the yeah. bathroom. Oh, or when they gosh. just sit down at dinner, the whole hoop comes yes. out and slaps <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> well, um, oh. as if hoops weren't... Um, like, I don't want to say bad enough because I'm sure they thought they were wonderful, but Gretchen wore an off-the-shoulder teal dress with ruffles, ruffles, and more ruffles, she says, and rented a petticoat from a rented. bridal shop to poof it out to the max, she says. You can rent wait, a petticoat? Wait, she says, oh my gosh, there was a stagecoach in the photos. <laughs> Obviously, Gretchen, you had to rent the petticoat now. We we understand. Yep. When in Petticoat Junction. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Uh That's so funny. I know where Gretchen went to high high school. (laughs) Stagecoach. Bonanza. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I swear, Jessica McClintock, Gunny Sacks, just needs its own episode one day, Uh you guys. It really does. Here's some of the ones we got. Um, Denise's Gunny Socks, Gunny Socks, Gunny Sacks (laughs) was baby blue. Eyelet. Oh, Eyelet. precious. Oh, <laughs> precious. precious. <laughs> I know. Dominica's was peach. 
with a two-tier ruffle and, as she says, a big-ass bow in the back. <laughs> the bows. The bows just got bigger and bigger and bigger every year. I mean, As if you really needed to tie something <laughs> in the back of you in that scale. You like, guys, for me, though, in high school, the bigger the bow, the better. In my hair and wherever, you know, in my ponytail. The, 80s, my, the bigger, the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Anne found her white multi-tiered gunny sacks in Seventeen magazine. Of course she did. Mm-hmm. And because she knew she couldn't afford it, her mom took her to the gunny sacks outlet, which was a few towns <sighs> over, knowing it was just going to be a shot in the dark. But you guys, not only was the dress in the window... It was in her size. What oh, are the chances? The That's universe. a dream come true. Yes. Those, without a doubt. Oh, my gosh. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, uh-huh. but um, alas, um, as you'll all hear in just a minute, Anne's night wasn't all dreamy, so we'll get to oh, that in a okay. minute. Oh, right. uh, Melanie's gunny sacks was pink and white striped. I feel like I, remember I can that see one. that one. Yeah. I can see that one. A lot of people. That was a very popular dress. I think it's from 17. We've all seen it, or we saw it at prom. For sure. Uh, Sherry's gunny sacks was light purple with a high neck and long puffy oh, sleeves. Oh. She bought it with the money she saved working at McDonald's and says, oh. I felt like a queen. It was well worth coming home from work smelling like French fries. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing the, the light purple high neck dress smelling like French fries. <laughs> right? Um, another dress I feel like I can see in my head is Angie's. It's the high-low dress with a big bow at the hip. Can you guys see yeah, that? The black and white. Oh, yes. oh yep. the highlight. Yes. Yeah, and yep. she. Oh, she also says her spiral perm was big. <laughs> spiral perms, man. How could they be? They were. They were not small. They. They were anything but. Uh, more than several people mentioned, they were off the shoulder dresses. I feel very seen by you mm-hmm. all. Thank you. Oh, and this one makes me a little sad. Tammy's grandmother made her a custom black and white striped taffeta gown with a black peplum. Can you guys wow. just see that? Oh, yep. I yes. Can totally I can see totally that. see it. She must have felt so sophisticated. Um, until another girl showed up in her exact dress that her mom had made. What? And she but says, they, and this is at a prom. I know. And so Tammy's grandmother made hers and the other girl's mom made hers. So I guess same pattern, oh, I'm guessing. They bought but, the same butterick yeah, pattern. Yeah. yeah. But oh. Tammy says, and this is at a prom of only like 80 people. Oh, God. <laughs> I love how Tisha described her dress. She says, my dress looked like a doily. And then in parentheses, she puts <laughs> nuns patrolling. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like Tisha didn't have um, an option. Like the dresses had that's how I. That's how I felt. My dress may not have looked like a doily, but my overall my overall feeling was that I was a doily walking around. <laughs> that was your aesthetic, as they yeah, say. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I feel I feel Tisha. Um, and Megan wore a knee-length dress. Oh, Megan, you're like Carolyn's friend. You're very fashion-forward. Yeah. Um, it had a crinoline poof. It was white with a shimmery sequined halter top. Oh, sorry. Megan came to prom to play, man. A and crinoline with a short dress. I know. I mean, that's like that's like the that's like the Madonna skirt I'm picturing yeah, yes. with the halter. The, what I'm getting. And right. she mm-hmm. paired it with hot pink dyed pumps. The dyed pumps. I'm loving this ensemble, Megan. Yeah. Picture, please, Megan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that does bring me to finish with the absolute necessity for prom in the 80s, the dyed-to-match pump. Mm-hmm. You had to have the, the satiny dyed-to-match pump. Came in all different heel sizes. Yep. You gave them a little swatch of your dress. You sent it in. They came back. They looked exactly like your dress. I remember mm-hmm. you go to Kinney mm-hmm. and you bring them your, yeah, your little swatch, and then you pick them up a few days later, and they're a different color. I can remember having the worst blisters on my heel. Because, you know, the, the shoes were totally <laughs> cheap. And, you know, when our kids went to prom, they all wore um, Converse and tinnies with their prom dresses. How fun that, would that have been? I know. See, again, these kids don't realize how good they've gotten. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we always like to ask our followers about their memorable moments, quote, unquote, memorable moments. And that's what we choose those words on purpose because you guys have so many good stories. So we just... You might have something so shareable and we don't even know what to ask about. It can be so very personal. So, for instance, for me, it has to do with undergarments. So my Mary Poppins dress (laughs) was off the shoulder. So I needed a strapless bra, which truthfully I didn't need because I was 17. So my breasts just stood up by themselves. Of course, yeah. (laughs) I didn't need to. I didn't need a strapless bra. So I went bra shopping with my mom. And I was envisioning, I'm like, oh, strapless bra, this is going to be sexy. And so I'm picturing something pink and lacy. <laughs> she wanted to but be my sexy, mom, 
I did. I, I felt sexy. That's why. I yeah. really felt sexy. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to hide it under a bushel. No. Um, <laughs> but my mom was and is to this day extremely concerned about support, which, like I said, it wasn't necessary <laughs> at the time. And she insisted on this sort of military-grade, flesh-colored thing that was like the bra equivalent of a girdle. It was not sexy. It was not something you would want to be seen in, which, I mean, let's be honest, that might have been part of her plan the whole time, right? (laughs) So I'm sitting in the front seat of my date's car, and something feels wrong. Like, it's just such a little breezy. It's just just a little (sighs) breezy on my front. And I look down, and the weight of my giant corsage has pulled down the front oh of my dress. The whole front. My whole, like, down to my midriff. And oh I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm sitting there in the front seat of the car oh my God. in a military-grade, so flesh-colored, strapless bra. <laughs> and I'm just, just sitting there, just sitting. And I was just, I, I, like, I, I just grabbed it, and I pulled it up. Here's the other thing about my mom. She doesn't like things to be tight, especially on me. And so she might have made it a little too loose. Oh, God. The dress. Oh, the perfect The dress was a little too loose. Thank God I was with somebody that I knew and not like, you know, the crush of my dreams or something like that. But it was still embarrassing, even though it was somebody that I knew. And it was not something that you could cover with a joke. I don't remember anybody like making a funny joke. Like everybody knew and we were all just silent. (laughs) Complete <laughs> silence while I pulled up my dress. Aw. I've got to say, as I said a little bit earlier, I just don't really have a lot of specific memories from the night itself. You know, it's the buildup. And then, I mean, I have vague memories of the dinner and stuff like that. But really, my biggest memory, I think, besides the before, is the after. Like, we had a really fun stuff we did after. We mm-hmm. went to the beach the next day and um, to one of my friend's houses. And it was so fun because, I don't know, again, feeling so adult. I must have gone around thinking I was 30-something this whole weekend. <laughs> because one of my memories is that the guys grilled hamburgers on a grill. And they're like teenagers. And they're <laughs> like doing like a Weber grill kind of a thing. Like and dads. Thought, yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. I thought, look at those little adult men making me a hamburger. <laughs> and it was such a good hamburger. I remember this hamburger. You so remember the hamburger? <laughs> well, I think I was really hungry or something. Honest to goodness, though, I'll tell you, that's probably one of the top five hamburgers I've ever had in my life. Oh, <laughs> I know. That's and I amazing. think of it often. Um, I think it was just the, you it's know, the, the environment and uh-huh. the whole thing. But it was just like, these guys, they're like, they're mature. They're making hamburgers. So that is oh. definitely one of my, um, one of my memorable and moments. That, and it really ties into what we were talking about previously about how we're all trying, we're pre- pretending to be grownups. Sorry. And so that made your experience, like that was a plus, like I'm doing it. Right. Pretending to be grown-ups. Right. Look at right. them. Pretending to be dads. Grilling well, my burger. Also, <laughs> pretending at Carolyn's prom, pretending to be married. Well, the, husband, look at the husbands married. over there gathered around yes. the grill. The wives are just going to go over here and sit in these beach chairs. We're going to smoke and drink vodka tonics right. while yeah. the boys make our hamburgers. Gimlets, yeah. Well... <laughs> Other than what I already mentioned about going with, you know, the guy of my dreams, I do remember that I had to work that day at Yummy's Yogurt. That was my big job in high school. And I was very concerned with looking skinny that night. You guys, I weighed all of like probably 115, 112 pounds at 5'8". Um, so all day long at my job, I drank tons of water. Like I wouldn't stop drinking oh, water. Oh, this no. is breaking my heart. And you guys, we had dinner at the Compass Room at the top of the Hyatt. And it was like one of those restaurants that like spun around. Yeah, mine involved too. I think there were four or six of us like in a rounded booth. And I was sort of like back in the middle. And I had to keep getting out to pee all night long, like all through dinner. And And I remember being so mystified by that. Like, that was like a long time ago I drank all that water. (laughs) I had to pee all the night. And I was so, so mad at myself. But I just want to read to you what I wrote in my senior book about prom. because. Oh, um, my God. Well, no, it's just, it's very basic. It's very diary entry. We ate dinner at the Compass Room on top of the Hyatt Regency in Phoenix. We doubled with Sloan and Missy. It was the best night ever. What we did after the event. We were going to go to Scottsdale Conference Center, but they got mad. What do you think happened? They got mad. They got mad? So we went to Dave McCarthy's and sat out by the pool all night and played Truth or Dare, Truth actually, and drank champagne and wine coolers. (laughs) 
That's so 1987. <laughs> drink wine coolies. Then we went up on and sat on the roof and watched the sunrise. Um, and I'll never forget that. So listen to some of the memories of some of our followers. These are awesome. Yeah, some of them are hilarious and some of them are quite quite sad, like Anors. She says she wasn't invited. She was one of six girls out of over 60 in her class. And then it says, I'm looking at you, Mark Trump bore. (laughs) But her mom bought her the most stunning Laura Ashley white and black strapless dress. I'm going to read it now how Anor told us this. She says, my first. It was a raw silk dress that was so Audrey Hepburn. Oh, And some hotshot pushy girl asked to borrow it. Can you believe that? So I helped the other girls with makeup and loaned them jewelry and watched, get this, Pretty in Pink with my dorm mother. Oh, so sad. That is Pretty in Pink. That is like a John Hughes movie right there. Yeah, I know. She says, but you ladies know how I just love Chris Isaac, right? And listeners, Anora is actually friends with Chris Isaac um, to this day. So she says... Well, one day, the entire story came spilling out, and he was beside himself. He actually said, this is Chris Isaac, actually said, I wish I'd known you then. I would have been the very first to ask you, and I would have taken you anywhere else you wanted to go to. And she says, oh, Chris Isaac, is that a retrospective date? Let me just tell you, I wish I could tell that aforementioned boy who had totally led me to believe he was going to ask me. (laughs) And Nora's like, wants to say, in your face, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god she goes and then anor says because you know there's some dumb high school boy on one hand and the hot rock star on the other hmm yeah <laughs> take your pick um, yeah. yeah so anor hmm. we're glad that you have great perspective on that now yeah and our friend courtney i talk about memorable moment you guys her prom was on the queen mary how does that beautiful happen? god instead of the gym yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right and always and forever was her prom theme. Oh, I can I can remember dancing to that song. I loved that song. And she and her date ended up marrying each other. Wait, I mean, gosh, they did. I know. Sweet as that. I know. Oh and she God. said they're celebrating thirty-two years next month, right? Another one of our friends, JKSA, shared a story about marrying her prom date. You guys, they got married the Saturday after graduation. They've been married 38 years. And oh she God. said prom was just kind of a whatever because the wedding was, I guess, <laughs> yeah. just a few weeks later. She was so, she was really practicing uh, growing her. That was right. her practice wedding. Yeah, that it was really her was, practice yeah. wedding. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm so glad she's been married for 38 years. Congratulations, JKSA. Good for you. We were of that generation where there were friends, and I knew people that did get married not um, not long after high school graduation. So only um, the pregnant ones in my high school. (laughs) (laughs) JKSA, can you confirm or deny? (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. And Megan says. I danced so hard, my totally unnecessary strapless, backless bra, I hear you, Megan, (laughs) slipped down to my waist like a belt (laughs) until I just took it off and shoved it into my hot pink dyeable handbag. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, and this is Megan who wore the short skirt with the crinoline and the sequin Mm -hmm. halter with the hot pink dyed um, pumps. So she also had a hot pink dyeable handbag. Oh my God, Megan, your outfit just got so much yeah. just better Kenny made for me. A, Kenny made a killing off Jeez. of Megan. <laughs> oh my God. Kristen, you should have you should have um, been friends with Megan then. And then Megan would have been like, geez, Kristen, just take off just that take it off. military just grade bra. Yeah. That is so true. It never occurred to me to just take it off and throw it in the garbage. Yeah. Well, the, Chris, um, the Kristen I know now would have definitely oh, totally. taken That's it true. off and yeah. thrown mm-hmm. it in the garbage. Yeah. Well, Anne, I love Anne's story because I this would have been me. A hundred percent. She says, my date chose a seafood restaurant and I was too timid to tell him that it was the one kind of food I just can't stand. And they had no non-seafood choices on the menu. Not one. Rolls? Dinner rolls? I didn't want to hurt his feelings. So I asked my friend ahead of time for the least fishy tasting fish and spent the meal trying to wash down chunks of halibut with my coat as if I were swallowing pills. (laughs) God, Don't I chew it. You. Just swallow and it. And I would have told Aww. you get if they would have had like popcorn shrimp on the kids' menu because that's yep. like pretty much all batter. But oh man, yeah. Hall- she not shrimp scampi, which shrimp, is kind of shrimp scampi was not really my thing either. Yes. Well, at least Ugh. she wasn't allergic. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. Got into anaphylactic. She's got an iodine allergy or something. I'm a picky eater, so I feel that. 
Okay. Gail wrote, Dave and I went to prom as friends, and his pale pink bow tie matched my wrist corsage. We laughed, danced, and posed for pictures by the wicker chair. Oh, yeah. I remember. Always wicker, wicker chair. Always the wicker chair. <laughs> did that wicker chair just make the rounds or what? It did. Oh, my gosh. Years later, I ran into my prom date. I stood behind him in the frozen foods, and I oh. touched him on the sleeve. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And after catching up and reminiscing about high school, we learned that although we had a blast at prom, we both had our eye on the same guy that oh, night. Oh, I love it. I love that. That's classic that's 80s so much, prom. Oh, the and same so classic guy. Gail as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. She saw him in the frozen foods and she touched him <laughs> on the sleeve, much like Dan Fogelberg. Like Dan Fogelberg. Yes. And that's what Gail, we know Gail enough to know that's what the reference was. Another one of our friends who we only know by your Instagram handle, which is JMMCG1959. Um, I just love the whole, the whole comment she gave us says, I looked like a child bride. My boyfriend wore a tux with some kind of powder blue something. We didn't have to have them at school. So the rest is a haze of bourbon. I'm assuming she means the rest. Yes. Uh, we didn't have to have them. Like the dance didn't have to be at school. That's right. what I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. So the rest. Mm-hmm. I just love. I loved. I looked like a child bride. So funny. <laughs> it is so. That's so relatable. Actually, Kristen mm-hmm. probably relates to that quite perfectly. Yes. Okay. That's that's kind you of. You felt good, like a child yeah, bride. I felt like a child bride. That made me very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dominica says, I happened to snag the last dance with the guy I had been crushing on for two years. We were just friends, and his prom date was his girlfriend. He had promised me a dance, though, and we slow danced to Seasons Change by Expose. Mm. Which is such Classic. a moment in time. That is just Seasons Change. Oh, yeah. It's just so late 80s. I can hardly stand it. Okay. You have to see the picture for this story. So I'm going to repost it. And actually, I'm going to probably repost it like in our stories. But hopefully, um, Amber, Amber Dawn, please repost this in our Facebook group. So I want to set it up for you guys. You need to picture, she sent DM this to us um, a few weeks ago. Picture total air supply hair on her date, like huge <laughs> perm, like so tall, right? And a That's longish such a good helmet, a longish helmet, almost like oh, mullet God. helmet. And it's way <laughs> taller than, um, than Amber's hair. And this is what she, this was um, her caption. Oof. O-O-O-F, period. Oof. She says, 1987, period. I ended up marrying, parentheses, and subsequently divorcing this prize, <gasps> oh. period. <laughs> On this day, he got his hair done at the salon, dot, dot, dot. I didn't. He did not. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it's so obvious in the picture, you guys. His hair is like is like twice as tall as his head. And just her little hair head's just... I just love how she goes, I ended up marrying, subsequently divorcing, this prize. (laughs) Amber, I love it. Like, that was was one of the most winning comments to me. Um, And we're sorry, but we're happy that... We're happy that... um, that you're uh, better now. I'm in my mind. He still has that hair today. He's walking oh, around totally. with it right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. he goes and he goes to like that. I'm um, not no no sh- uh, no shade on this because um, I still love air supply. But he goes to the like um, air supply, not the actual air supply concerts, but the people <laughs> who pretend to be air supply and make sure his hair is even more teased. I think. And he goes to like 24-hour fitness and he oils up. His, yes, he does. Like, yeah. I was saying quads. Uh-huh. I was pointing to my arm and uh-huh. saying quads, but that's not the right muscle group. St- yeah, he still wears muscle t-shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Please give me one. so fascinated with prom themes, you guys. It paints such a picture of a moment in time, very often cheesy Mm -hmm. and overly earnest in its approach. (laughs) And so Mike, my husband Mike, he was on his prom committee because they had like four people in their graduating (laughs) class. So pause. Pause. Yes, I know. Pause. That is so out of character of the mic mm-hmm. I know. Are you yep. sure it's the same yep. mic? <laughs> like I said, not a lot of people in his graduating wow, class. Wow, Mike. <laughs> yeah. So it was just sort of like he got roped into it, didn't have a lot of choice. And so he was really trying super hard to get them to approve who's going to drive you home by the cars to be their prom <laughs> theme. <laughs> they said no. 
That one did not get past the administration. Um, But here, this is another reason why my prom was not memorable. They didn't choose a song. Instead, Mm -mm. they just chose like this nebulous idea. You guys, listen to this. This is my prom theme. These times, hours to remember. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What the Like these times, dot, 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 ours to remember, or just these times, like, come? If I recall, it was a colon, but but (laughs) punctuation is an issue because. Punctuation is important. Yeah. It was these times, colon, hours, apostrophe S to remember. It was apostrophe S, and it was printed on the tickets, on the programs, and even as an 18-year-old, I'm like, I can't even nope. look at it. That's I can't look at it. That will live on forever. That prom just doesn't count. You just need a count. do-over. You just need a total do-over. We, we were the same. We didn't have, when I was reading everybody's prom themes, I was so envious that it was like, because we had some great songs in the late yes. 80s. Ours yes, was called, perfect prom songs. Ours was called Once Upon a Time. <clears throat> and if you guys look at my picture, the only thing that I think um, was indicative of Once Upon a Time is there's some paper crowns on the ground by the plants <laughs> in our prom picture. Like they went okay, to Party City and they got like the paper crowns and they tossed them, they're like just set these here to, next to the plant. If we did have like a castle or something, it can have been that great. We didn't obviously have a prom committee with the caliber of your husband, Mike, or right. the one you were people. on, Carolyn, mm-hmm. because it was, I have forgotten about it. And you know, I'm big. I would have remembered it if it was like- If it was good. Wow, that mm-hmm. takes my breath away. Look at that castle. It was probably like yeah. from, you know, like um, the, you know, what's the bulletin board paper? Like they got in the teacher's lounge oh, yeah. and they cut <laughs> yeah, out a little castle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have songs um, for our themes and so- so um, I'll actually even tell you my sophomore cotillion theme was yeah. We've Got Tonight by Bob <gasps> oh, Seger. That's good. Because it's true. We've got yeah. tonight. Um, and it was the pre-Kenny Rogers version. <laughs> that was good. Because okay. my school maybe would have picked Kenny Rogers We've Got Tonight. That was pre-Kenny. Junior year was Just the Two of Us by Just Grover Washington Jr. Featuring Bill Withers. <laughs> F-E-A-T. <laughs> Bill Withers. Feet. Feet, period. Make sure, yes. make sure you get that in there, yeah. Yes. And then senior year, I don't know who picked this. I mean, I guess oh, I was no. on prom committee. I just make, I mean, the, the title is nice. It's just the the performers. So it was Just You and I by Eddie Rabbit and Crystal <gasps> Gale. Crystal Gale. Yes. I loved it. So, that was going to be my yes. wedding song when I was 1987. Oh. I was like planning my wedding, obviously, to the guy that I went to prom with. And right. that was course, going to, I course. loved yes. that song. My friend Susan and I both loved it. We both were like, this is going to be our, we're each going to have this as our wedding song. Neither one of us did. But it's a great song. Yeah. It I is just a great picture, song. like the long hair. You could yes. have all gone to prom with the long Crystal Gale, Gale hair. hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Eddie Rabbit. He had kind of long hair. Too, yeah, he did. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, so those were our themes. Okay, so Gale's theme was One More Night, solid choice. How much money did Phil Collins make on that song? On prom night. Yes, on okay, prom so house. That was, that's that mine so and Andy's song, actually. It that's is? our song. One, one more yeah. night. Oh, that's so a good. really, you've got just one more night. You've got just one prom night, Phil Collins. Denise's, okay, this is solid. <laughs> this is either, you either, this is like an early 80s, it's either a late 70s, early 80s prom, or else you live in like outstate Minnesota. Denise's was Stairway to Heaven. But here's my question. What do you do when the song changes? Like it's a slow dance, right? But then remember how the, the song starts to get, like it rocks pretty hard. Do you start fast dancing then? I don't know. Okay. Uh-huh. Courtney's theme. These guys are looking at me because they're like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Probably because I've never really made it through the entire song. <laughs> All 11 minutes of it? Exactly. Yeah. There's a point where you're not slow dancing anymore, and that's a very awkward thing on the dance floor. Courtney's theme was Always and Forever. Um, Amy's was Time for Me to Fly by R.O. Speedway. I love and it. It's a great choice. Time for me to fly. And they, this is so great. And they decorated the gym with doves. And a Pegasus. <laughs> a Pegasus. Oh, wait. Flying over a rainbow. It gets it even more It's getting better and better. Oh, my God. Okay. Another 1982 theme was Lights by Journey. I like it. I think this is very know. romantic. Yeah, The I twinkly lights looking out over the city when the lights go down in the city. <laughs> Colleen's theme was A Night to Remember, and she says, boy, it sure was. My date ended up with my friend. It's all good, though. I got to slow dance to More Than Words oh, by God. Extreme. <laughs> God, that's such a solid slow dance choice yes, of a song, Colleen. 
again, just a, a moment in time. <sighs> yeah. You just nailed it. We know exactly where you were and what everybody's wearing and what everyone looked like when you say mm-hmm. more than words by extreme. Yep. Megan's theme was Forever Young by Alphaville. <sighs> and I, I actually have FOMO when I read this because that is the perfect prom theme that wins the day forever well, young and that song we were cool enough makes to have me that cry. Song. like that song is yes. so beautiful and it makes me cry and when i read that that was her prom theme i felt sort of the same way i felt like yeah FOMO. what i had yes and once right. upon a time with paper crowns yes. agreed i <laughs> mean also, you megan was in the cool perfect people. outfit she took yeah. her bra off when she was dancing Megan, you're a prom like you're prom queen. I feel like Megan's. PCS I feel like maybe prom she's our prom queen. Megan yep. grew up in a John Hughes movie. That's what I'm imagining t- right now. Yeah, I think. Don't so. you think? Yeah. Um. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Jody's prom in 1985 was putting on the Ritz, and I was always like putting on the hits. Don't know, but that's you But I just think of that that show putting on the hits. That I can't even <laughs> say putting on the Ritz. I can only say putting on the hits. Uh, putting on the hits. I just hear um, it as like the uh, the big cigar. I have fear So romantic. Um, Dominica's theme was Into the Night, which, let's be honest, oh, is, wait, why is that creepy? Tell me why. Oh, See, my I shouldn't God. read it. I shouldn't. Oh, what is Lord. Into the Night? Oh, my God. She's just 16 years old. Leave her. This is a great song. I love this song. It's one of the creepy, the the songs with the most creepy lyrics you've ever heard. And my husband has the most perfect idea I've ever heard for either a good SNL skit or what the video should actually be like for this song. It starts out and you just see a man's handwriting in his um, journal. And he starts out, she's just 16 years old. And he's writing the words as he says it, right? Leave her alone, they say. And the camera is pulling back, pulling back. And you see that he's sitting in prison. <laughs> so the fact that that was her prom theme, uh, it's, it's how You guys, nasty. how did I not know that those were the words? I had no oh, idea. Oh, you need that to read all of them. Yeah. Okay. Gross. And I would wait till the end of time for you. And he'd do it again. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's worth it to be in jail. Uh-huh. A different Colleen's theme in 1985 was Night with a K, Night in Heaven, because her school mascot was the Knights, and the prom song was Heaven by Brian Adams. That's so clever. Um, Leslie's theme was Under the Sea, solid perennial prom choice. And, of course, she wore a royal blue, ruffled, shiny, copious amounts of synthetic fabric that probably looked like, you know, like sparkly and shiny and iridescent. Tammy, our listener who had the sophisticated black and white custom dress that her grandma had made, and then another girl showed up in the same dress, her theme was Splendor à Paris. Yeah, like that's, that's, Kristen's, <laughs> that's Kristen's theme. That's Kristen's. That was Kristen's. Yeah, right. Kristen's kind Splendor of prom. Splendor à Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pipster's theme was We've Got Tonight. Oh, I've, And I've, that's awesome, yeah. right? And she still has the cocktail glass filled <gasps> with purple feathers. Again, Pipster, cocktail you glasses. you go to high school? Pipster, huh? who yeah. are you? You go to Bishop Eustace Prep. And Anne's prom theme was, this could be the night. And she says, I imagine that theme was a big hit with a parent. (laughs) 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 Kind of like who's going to drive you home tonight. Yes. (laughs) Perhaps the surest way to time travel back to the dance floor at our proms is to hear a song from that memorable night. So whenever I hear Crystal Gale and Eddie Rabbit crooning, just you and I, just you I am and immediately I. transported at that moment to the Sheraton Post Inn in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, where I was dancing to tunes spun by DJ Danny Pellegrino. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys, did you have a DJ or a band? Okay, reason number 42 that my prom was not memorable. <laughs> we did not have a DJ. We had a band. I don't think they played any recognizable songs. Oh. Like, they may have played original music. Oh, I don't oh. know that I danced to a single song. Are you kidding? I am not even kidding you. I remember showing uh. up and going, are you fucking kidding me? Like, where's the Michael Jackson? 
I mean, oh. I didn't think Michael Jackson would be at my prom, but I thought that we would be dancing on the dance right, floor to right. Michael Jackson. And right. I remember these people just being so earnest. Like, they were just singing their hearts out about love, and <laughs> but not to songs that I knew. Oh, my wow. gosh. We had a DJ, and sadly, I don't remember that we danced a lot. And we loved to dance. I'm wondering if we did, and I'm not remembering it, or if we were maybe a little self-conscious in our fancy um, dresses. Oh, I don't know. Yes. But Lady in Red oh, is the only it. one I specifically remember. And Lady in Red, because I feel like I feel like we didn't dance a lot because I have this solid memory of dancing with my future husband who is not my husband, and, <laughs> but also everyone who all of these stories are often shared. My husband knows all these stories. So, um, but I remember putting my head on his shoulder a little bit and feeling oh. like, oh, maybe I should like, but it was like, oh. I was like really nervous, but Lady in Red was playing. I do have one, I do have one memorable song that didn't happen at prom itself, but like, like you, Carolyn, we did do things. It was a tradition to do something the day after prom. Um, and that does have happy memories to it. The bit, the day after prom was a big deal. You made plans to go do something that was actually fun. So we went boating on Lake Minnetonka. We purified ourselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. And the song that I remember coming out of the boombox on the boat was Everybody Wants to Rule the World oh. by Tears oh, for Fears. So and I remember just sitting there and the, the sun is shining and we have our swimsuits on and the, the water is all sparkly and I did feel like we were grown-ups and it felt like I should have a drink in my hand and that I I'm, maybe I'm off the coast of Capri or something. It felt like, okay, now I'm playing grown-up. This is working for me. So our listeners chimed in with some of their memorable songs and some of those included Almost Paradise from Perfect. Footloose, perhaps my all-time favorite high school song. I love the song, Open Arms by uh-huh. Journey. Oh, my gosh. Is there a better Perfect. slow song from mm-hmm. back in the day? I do not think so. Uh, mm-hmm. It was also our listener Kelly's theme, and she was on the decorating committee, and she wrote the song lyrics in calligraphy <gasps> on a giant roll of bulletin board paper. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Kelly. That's awesome. Do you still have that? If you still have, you, you deserve to keep that giant roll of bulletin board paper. That took a long time, I'm sure. Okay, we've only just begun. Oh, that that's a great song. That's a throwback okay. for, unless this was it's a, a It is a throwback. Prom. Yeah, well, maybe that it's one was, of our yeah. boomer listeners. Uh, and I think that was somebody's prom theme. So love it. Uh, Mara says that they had a band. Okay, there you go. Um, and that. That band was pretty good. Sorry, Kristen. I know. But the best dancing actually came during the band breaks <laughs> uh-huh. when they danced to Michael Jackson's Wanna Be Starting Something and some of his other hits. So did you have some regular music that played during the band's breaks, Kristen? I don't Remember? know. We didn't stay that long. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're like, let's blow this pop stand. Then we went down to the river flats and like drank wine coolers or something. Another classic great song, Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. We've got You Can't Touch This. (laughs) That should be your prom theme. (laughs) 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 Parent approved. Yep. Okay, Angela's theme and the song she thinks of is I've Had the Time of My Life. The Time of My Life. And how many people do that run and jump? Yes, at prom, does somebody lift your, did somebody lift baby up in the air? Mm hmm. Okay, Endless Love, yes, um, right there with you. Melanie's theme in 1985 was Purple Rain. Okay, I, I that guess. seems like such a miss. Why didn't we have Purple Rain? Why couldn't because we have Purple Rain? it doesn't seem mm-hmm. very prommy to me. It's purple. Well, it's tr- <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like the decorations would be so easy. Well, lucky listeners, we are going to be making a Spotify playlist that – has all of these songs that we've talked about on it. So all of our memorable prom songs will be included on a fun Spotify playlist, and we'll have that link for you in our weekly reader. So clearly prom is an important milestone in our development as almost adults, whether it was the exhilaration of playing princess, or it was a complete dud, or maybe it was full of shame and rejection. Either way, it left a mark. And here's what I'd like for people to do in honor of their teenage selves. I'd love for you to envision what prom would look like for you 
today. As an adult, you have full agency to right the wrongs of the past or replicate the joys of the past. Maybe it's an all-pants prom. Maybe there are no husbands allowed. Maybe it starts at 4.30 so you can be in your jammies by 9. Where would you have this prom? What music would you want? We can actually do things like this now because we're in our 50s. <laughs> maybe it's your next birthday or maybe you have a big anniversary coming up. The point is, we can now be the teenagers we longed to be back then. There's still time. Thank you for listening today, and we'll see you next time. And don't forget, you guys, we would love for everyone to see all of those dresses and hairstyles. So please, please post in our Facebook group, the one that's called Growing Up Gen X, which is a fun place that is for all of you, where you can post memories and pictures and links and a place where we can all connect with each other. I really want to see if some of those dresses. Same, yeah. So please, please do that. We just feel so grateful to all of you for listening and for sharing. And to those of you who click those stars and leave us such nice reviews on Apple Podcasts, thank you. We have to make sure to acknowledge all of our supporters on Patreon and those of you who have just donated via our website. That support puts the gas in our tank and helps us pay the bills so we can keep on trucking and doing what we love and what you guys love to hear. Today, we're giving a special shout out to patrons Courtney, Tracy, Carla, Felicia, Amy, Allie, Nina, Diane, Sherry, and Lorna. Thank you guys so, so much. Yes, thank you, thank you. In the meantime, let's raise our glasses for a toast, courtesy of the Cast of Threes Company, to good times. To happy days. To Little House on the Prairie. Cheers. Cheers. The information, opinions, and comments expressed on the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast belong solely to Carolyn, the Crushologist, and Hello Newman, and are in no way representative of our employers or affiliates. And though we truly believe we are always right, there is always a first time. The PCPS is written, produced, and recorded in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the fictional WJM Studios and our beloved Mary Richards. Nanu Nanu, keep on trucking, and may the force be with you. Something always happens whenever we're together. We get a happy feeling when we're singing.